Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today. Uh, Jeremiah is off, uh, as he always. Actually, he's going to be off the rest of the week um, because uh, his uh, his wife is having surgery today. So if you're listening and you think of them, uh, just, well, it depends upon when you're listening to this. But in this moment, uh, if you hear it today, um, just uh, say a prayer for her uh, as she gets through the surgery. Um, but uh, so I'm on my own for the rest of the week. So you're putting up with me. <clears throat> and I'm kind of sad that I don't get to do my little banter with uh, Jeremiah, but uh, that's all right. He'll be back next week uh, in full force. So, so today is um, episode 10.3, and we are going to be reading from Luke chapter 4. Um, so again, I want to uh, say welcome and thank you for joining me today and for taking time out of your busy schedule or whatever it is, whatever time that you're listening to this. Maybe you're getting ready for bed and you just want to dig in and read the word of God before you go to sleep. <clears throat> so, um, so my sister pointed out to me that I, I clear my throat a, a lot and I'm really sorry about that. Um, I just have, uh. Okay, I got acid reflux. So for anybody else out there who might have it, you understand what I'm going through, constantly clearing your, your throat. So um, anyway, <clears throat> let's start out in prayer and, um, and then we can dive right into uh, what God has to say to us today. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for... Uh, being our Heavenly Father, for always for providing for us and for taking care of us, Lord. We glorify you, we magnify you, we lift up your name in praise. We, we're just so in awe of what you, your power is and how you are in control of everything. So Lord, we are just so thankful that you are in control and not us and that you're taking care of uh, our needs. <clears throat> I pray that you will open up our hearts and our minds, empty, our, empty us of ourselves and open up this vessel so that you can fill it with whatever good and uh, wonderful things that you want us to know from what uh, is in the word today. So Lord, I'm just so grateful and thankful that you wrote this autobiography just for us. Lord, we're especially thankful for that baby that you sent to this earth Baby Jesus, we're so thankful for him and his birth and, and for what he did on the cross for us. So we're just um, thankful that we are forgiven of our sins, that we have um, salvation and the promise of heaven after this life. So we're just so intentionally thankful for what you've done for us. Lord, I pray blessings over all the people that are out there listening. I don't know how many are out there listening, but whoever, even if it's just one person listening, I'm eternally grateful for that as well. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to, um, to get your word out there into the world one chapter at a time. So bless this time, bless this moment, and reveal to us exactly what it is that you want us to know and to understand in your word today. And Lord, I ask you to uh, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. 
So uh, today is uh, chapter four, episode 10.3. <clears throat> and we start with the temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scripture says people do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied, the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. Jesus rejected at Nazareth. <clears throat> then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him spread quickly through the whole region. He taught regularly in their synagogues and was pra praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that their captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. <clears throat> All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you have just heard has been fulfilled this very day. Everyone spoke well of him and was amazed by the gracious words that came from his lips. How can this be, they asked. Isn't this Joseph's son? Then he said, you will undoubtedly quote me this proverb. Physician, heal yourself, meaning do miracles here in your, own, in your hometown like those you did in Capernaum. But I tell you the truth, no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. Certainly there were many needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the heavens were closed for three and a half years and a severe famine devastated the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. He was sent instead to a foreigner, a widow of Zarephath in the land of Sidon. And many in Israel had leprosy in the time of the prophet Elisha, but the only one healed was Naaman, a Syrian. <clears throat> when they heard this, the people in the synagogue were furious. Jumping up, they mobbed him and forced him to the edge of the hill on which the town was built. They intended to push him over the cliff, but he passed right through the crowd and went on his way.
Jesus casts out a demon. Then Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. There, too, the people were amazed at his teaching, for he spoke with authority. Once, when he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, cried out, shouting, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus reprimanded him, Be quiet! Come out of the man, he ordered. At the at that, the demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it came out of him without hurting him further. Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and, a power, and power this man's words possess! Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. The news about Jesus spread through every village in the entire region. <clears throat> After, I'm sorry, Jesus heals many people. After leaving the synagogue that day, Jesus went to Simon's home, where he found Simon's mother-in-law very sick with a high fever. Please heal her, everyone begged. Standing at her bedside, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she got up at once and prepared a meal for them. As the sun went down that evening, people throughout the village brought sick family members to Jesus. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed everyone. Many were possessed by demons, and the demons came out at his command, shouting, You are the Son of God. But because they knew he was the Messiah, he rebuked them and refused to let them speak. Jesus continues to preach. Early the next morning, Jesus went out to an isolated place. The crowd searched everywhere for him, and when they finally found him, they begged him not to leave them. But he replied, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other towns too, because that is why I was sent. So he continued to travel around preaching in synagogues throughout Judea. All right, <clears throat> so starting with, now we've already read the uh, temptation of Jesus. Uh, we kind of know uh, already, you know, what that was all about, but... I don't think this says anything different. Um, so, uh, you know, the devil says to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. And Jesus says, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. Um, so, you know, he, he has an answer for the devil with everything that he's tempted with. Um, and of course, uh, and then we've pointed this out before, you know, uh, Satan knows the Bible. He's read it. He knows it from cover to cover. Um, I don't know why he thinks he's going to win in the end because he doesn't, but, um, uh, but he does know, and he does answer Jesus with, uh, scripture. So, um, and then he says, you know, I'm going to give you all these kingdoms and, uh, because, you know, this is the devil's playground right now. He gets to roam around freely, um, and, uh, you know, eventually God's going to, you know, take take it all back. We all know that's coming in Revelation. Um, but he says, I will give it all to you if you will worship me. And, the script, and Jesus says, the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And then I think this is kind of, this 
is kind of an interesting little thing, and it's something pinged on me when I was reading it. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point and says, jump off, because the scriptures say that he will order his angels to protect and guard you, and they will hold you up with their hands so uh, you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. I always think to myself, you know, um, if I really truly believed, you know, if I, if I jumped off the side of a building, you know, would I not, you know, be crushed and smushed at the bottom of it? And I'm thinking, do I not have enough faith to take, again, the leap of faith? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be, you know, funny about that, but taking a leap of faith, jumping off the cliff, you know, I always go back to that scene in, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark when, you know, Indiana Jones, is at the, it's the, the last, the episode with, you know, with uh, Sean Connery and, you know, he's, dad's been shot and, uh, you know, he's, he's saying, you know, trying to talk to Indiana Jones anyway. And, and Indiana Jones is standing there at the ledge and he's, you know, got his foot hanging over and he takes the leap of state, leap, leap of faith. And there is this miraculous, you know, bridge right there for him to walk across. You know, he had that faith, and I'm thinking, do I not have enough faith to do that? Um, I had enough faith to take this big leap of faith to start this podcast, but, you know, jumping off the side of a building. But then I read this, you know, and it says, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. So it's like, you know, and when you're dealing with earthly, you know, gravity, you know, what do you do with that? So, you know, they say if you have this, the, the faith of a mustard seed, uh, you can move a mountain. So it, I, I get a little confused, I guess, with myself, you know, with how much faith I have. I completely and 100% believe in God and Jesus uh, and all of this book. Every single word in this book is absolutely 100% true to me. Um, because God wrote it through man. So anyway, sorry, going on a little rant there. I didn't mean to do that. But uh, so it just pinged on me thinking, do I have enough faith, you know, to take that leap of faith? But then Jesus basically says, don't tempt the Lord your God, you know, test your, uh, the Lord your God. And of course, uh, after all that, the devil leaves him. And what I think we read in Matthew was that the angels came and took care of him and, you know, nourished him and gave him water and food. Um, and then uh, we go on to Jesus being rejected in his own town, uh, where he says um, that, um, where is it? He taught regularly in their synagogues and was praised. Uh, he reads from Isaiah this particular scripture that says the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see that the oppressed will be set free and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And he says this day, uh, this scripture has been fulfilled. And then he pops down to, um, where he says, uh, you will undoubtedly quote me this proverb, physician heal yourself, which we've heard that before. And they actually do say it to him later on in the cross. You know, it's like, save yourself. If, you know, if you truly are the uh, son of God, 
you know, come down off that cross, get off the cross, you know, take care of yourself. So ultimately, I think they do say this to him later on. Um, and basically, he says, you know, you, you, you really can't preach in your own hometown. And I think we've already said that before. Um, you know, the people who knew you before you got saved know you as the person that, you know, you were before you got saved. And so they don't know who you are now that you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you're a Christ follower and trying to be a Christ follower, you know, and doing the Lord's work. So it it's always hard to, to minister to your your own hometown, basically, is what I think this is saying. And then they got mad at him because he said something that was, you know, something they didn't want to hear about, you know, that the the Syrian, Naaman, was the only one that was healed. Uh, so, so they got mad at him. They wanted to push him off the cliff, but he kind of snuck through the crowd and got out of there. And then um, I popped down to 33 um, when he's trying to uh, get when the evil spirit, the demons inside that man, and he says, go away. Why uh, I'm sorry, the demon says, go away to Jesus. Um, why are you interfering with us? Um, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So even the demons knew exactly who he was. I'm sorry if you heard my dog barking down there. Um, and then, um, and you go down to 36, and it says, What authority and power this man's words possess? Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. The news about Jesus spread throughout every village in the entire region. Um, and Jesus also uh, has uh, authority over the fever that uh, uh, Simon's mother-in-law had, where he instantly healed her up. And um, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And then she got up and made dinner for him, which I think is amazing to me. So, you know, this is like immediate gratification going on here. Um, and then into 40, uh, he, it says, no matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed everyone. Just his touch, you know, or when the, um, the woman that was bleeding uh, just touched the hem of his garment, you know, it's like, this is how much power is coming out of, of Jesus. And then Jesus uh, says to everybody, you know, everybody wants him to stay. And he's like, look, I got I to gotta keep going because I'm trying to get the word out there. I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other towns because that is why I was sent. So he's staying focused. He's staying on target. And he's uh, continuing his ministry. So that's it for today. That was chapter 4. Uh, episode 10.3 and uh, as always I always like reading these uh, the, these um, life experiences that Jesus is having you know I don't like to call them stories because it's not it's his history it's his you know this is his life and this is it's real so uh, but anyway uh, it's just really interesting to me and I always get something new out of it every time I read it so I put that over there anyway um so uh we are at the moment of uh, uh saying uh the uh this what they call the sinner's prayer uh if you have not made uh 
a decision for Jesus. If you have not chosen to be a follower, um, this is your moment. This is your time. Uh, we'll say the prayer, all of us together, even uh, followers, uh, feel free to say it again. Um, and uh, um, give everybody that opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So let's go ahead and pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and though I have sinned, please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, uh, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, um, then welcome to the kingdom of heaven and uh, into the brotherhood and sisterhood of, uh, of Christ. Uh, this is a new life for you. So in this moment, um, write it down in your Bible as today is the day, whatever day this is that you're listening to this podcast. Um, and uh, just celebrate. Tell somebody. Tell anybody. Tell, tell another Christ follower. Um, so... Uh, I encourage you to get to a church, uh, get involved, find a pastor if you have questions, and uh, get into a small group. And um, I encourage you to go ahead and use this podcast as uh, if you want to start a small group. It doesn't take much. You know, it's just a banner of inviting people. Um, and just uh, um, start living for Christ. I mean, uh, there's so much work to be done out there, so much. And there's so many things you know, pray about it and, uh, and find out what God wants you to do with your life for him, because we are ultimately living for him. So, um, that's it for today. Uh, I'm so thankful that you were able to sit and listen and, uh, read through one more chapter and, uh, kind of sift through it and, um, learn a little bit more about Jesus and who he was. Uh, so, um, you can, I know you hear this every time, but, uh, we are on all, uh, platforms. Uh, we now have YouTube, we've got Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. Uh, we are up and running. We've got our website, um, which we're working on, you know, little by little, and hopefully it's growing, uh, little by little. Like I said, it's a, it's a marathon and, uh, we're not uh, sprinting. No, it's not a 50-yard dash. So uh, thank you again for listening. It's always a joy and a blessing for me. And I pray that God will bless you in this moment today, whatever time you're listening. So we'll see you tomorrow. Take care.